Hi, welcome to Illuminating Anorexia. This is Michelle Sparks and this podcast is going to focus on mums and dads, brothers and sisters, friends, colleagues, teammates, um, someone that you care about is struggling with an eating disorder and you're wondering what's going on and how can you help. I'm really glad you've tuned in. I don't really know who is going to tune into this broadcast, so I would love to hear from you, hear your feedback, your questions, because to be honest, I just want to be helpful. Um, And this is a great way to do it. It's easy to listen to, it's mobile, it's free, and I'm going to give you the best I've got, and I'm also going to find for you the best I can find. If I don't have the information that you're after... I'll do my best to find it. I will interview people. I will search out other people's stories. I have quite a bit to offer myself, but I don't pretend to have it all or know it all. And I think if anyone is telling you that, they are um, spinning a yarn. (laughs) So stay tuned. Uh, Why am I doing this? Well, because I am a long-term recovered survivor of anorexia and other eating disordered behavior that I struggle with in my teens and early adult years. I was hospitalized with anorexia in when I was 15 years of age and I was going down that pathway from about the age of 12. I was in hospital for nine weeks when I was 15. I came out of there and did something that is difficult to describe without giving you a visual. And if you want a visual, you can certainly go to my website, illuminatinganorexia.com, and you can download the first couple of chapters of my book, which talks a bit about my story and what I've come to understand as a long-term recovered survivor and a health professional working in the eating disorder space for many years. Um, But the visual, if I could paint a picture with my words, basically I went from a normal, healthy weight as an adolescent and you know moving into high school and I hit puberty and I started to put on a little bit of weight just very normal part of puberty which I probably did not understand at the time and I went from a normal weight to a very low weight um, developed anorexia over the course of three years through progressive restrictive dieting and fasting and exercise not eating Ended up in hospital at 15, was in there for nine weeks, came out with no more weight, and this was probably more a reflection of the time in which I was struggling. It was 1978, and just to save you doing the maths, I'm now 52. Um, I've been recovered since my late 20s, so I'm really long-term recovered, and we can probably have another chat about what does that mean. I'll just, you know, flag that for another time. I'm not going to get into it right now, but um, I really am coming to you from um, a perspective that is both informed from the inside and also has a lot of um, hindsight. Obviously, I've had a lot of years to reflect and, you know, uh, think about what was going on for me. I've pulled that journey apart. I've put it in a book for others. I've called it Illuminating Anorexia. I didn't just struggle with anorexia. I went, that was my first um, and most acute, I suppose, eating disorder. I was hospitalized with that, as I said, when I was in year 10 at the age of 15. 
When I came out of hospital, I actually was, I had put on no more weight than what I had going in, but I felt that I had recovered some sense of desire to go forward and live and look, it's a long story and that's why I have actually written it. It's more than a blog can handle, it's probably more than just a, a podcast can handle, but I, you know, for the sake of that pictorial picture that I'm trying to portray for you, I went from a really low weight to a really high weight. I doubled my weight within a period of about six months when I came out of hospital. And I would have to say at the time I was going through what they would call EDNOS, eating disorders not otherwise specified, I would have called it bulimia, but it was a non-purging bulimia in that I did not make myself um, sick, vomit. I would have, if I could have, I did try, but I was not able to do that. And at the time, I was bummed about that because I really did not like the weight that I was putting on. But in hindsight, I am glad about that because, you know, I could have kept my eating disorder hidden and happening for a lot longer if I had not if I'd been able to purge in that way. What I did try and do in those early days was just keep getting back on the starve, uh, restrict bandwagon, limit my calories or kilo, you know kilojoules, exercise every calorie I was consuming, exercise it away. I kept trying to go back to that routine that I'd had before I went into hospital. You know what? Something had changed and I couldn't do it. And at the time, I didn't understand it, but I can see now that it was actually part of me getting better. And, um, you know, maybe one of the things I might do as part of this podcast is actually uh, record some of the chapters of that book because they will be helpful to you at different points of where you're at. And that's why I've written that book, to illuminate a path that at the time I could not see or understand in the hope that it would help others take one step closer to freedom and in the hope that it would help the people around that person have some insight and understanding and generate compassion so that you are better placed to support that person in a way that is truly supportive. And, you know, I really do think it's like getting a map. It's very hard to find your way out of a problem if you don't understand. If you cannot see where you are, you're stuck, you're lost. I certainly felt that in my journey. I was very lost and there was no one that could really shine a light on my path at that time. I felt like I walked through anorexia in the dark ages. <laughs> and so did my parents. And that's why I am really keen to talk to mums and dads and uh, brothers and sisters and friends and colleagues because particularly family members, particularly mums and dads, I know how difficult it was for my parents to look on at their daughter who was a smart, intelligent girl fading away. What on earth was a smart girl doing? That was a question that my dad directed at me often with a look of complete exasperation and incredulity if that's the right word, on his face, he just couldn't get his head around it. Mum didn't know what was going on either, but she knew there was something deeper. It wasn't just some deliberate, um, you know, that I wasn't just trying to get attention. Something was really driving that behaviour and it wasn't healthy. Um, But it was a really difficult time for me and for my parents because we walked through that journey in a time of what I would say was great darkness. 
there was not a lot of understanding there was not a lot of illumination and to be honest I listen to people talk about this area now and there is a lot more understanding thank God and there is a lot more help and support out there and I'm so grateful for that but you know there is still a lot of misunderstanding there is a lot of um, misconceptions a lot of myths and I I guess I really think that unless you can get a visual a, a, a picture of where you're at it's pretty hard to know how to plot your course forward and if you are walking beside someone that you love and they are walking through anorexia or another eating disorder then I think the more you can get inside the heart and mind of someone who's traveling that journey um, it's only going to be one story but it is a story my story is a story that will give you some insight and understanding and you know when I was in that space in that anorectic space um, I really could not articulate what was going on for me and that is a common experience of people walking this path so so I'm trying to think how best to help you where you're at right now and one of the things I think when I was writing illuminating anorexia I was really thinking okay I could I think I went too broad to be honest I just opened up the whole journey for whosoever mum dad person struggling going down the scales going up the scales in confusion health professional working alongside someone I really just wanted to illuminate a very difficult journey that was taken in the dark pull back the covers expose what's going on so that people can find themselves in that journey with their own unique story and by locating themselves start to think and see what might be helpful in terms of being able to plot a course forward so what I think could be really helpful is for mums and dads definitely the um, book I wrote has had you know I've had very good feedback from mums and dads and health professionals in fact Kirsty Greenwood who was the executive uh, officer of the Eating Disorder Foundation of Victoria at the time said that it should be essential reading for parents and partners of someone with an eating disorder and for anyone studying or treating these illnesses um, that's certainly the original book I wrote I also wrote a number free edition I, I put that together just sometime after because I realized that someone who was struggling particularly with anorexia um, can get very competitive with the numbers and feel like oh I'm not sick enough or you know use the numbers in ways that are not helpful so that's obviously not my intention and I've written a number free edition both editions you can download on my website and l look at the first number of chapters see if it's something that you think will be helpful for you where you're at and I guess what I'm thinking even now is I might take off the original edition off my website if you want to get hold of that you can email me Michelle at illuminatinganorexia.com what I will do is I'll just leave up the number free edition which means that anyone can download that safely there's no problem there and I think it could be a really good edition for uh, mums and dads and carers people who are trying to support someone with an eating disorder have a read and let your loved one read that if they are interested and some of the 
different messages on this podcast will be directed specifically to them because my heart is so uh, feeling for that person who is so lost and bound and driven and just not seeing a way out of that bind. You really have to get to that place before you're willing to look at options. Um, But the number free edition will really help your loved one think about and maybe even articulate elements of their struggle and their story so that you can have a conversation with them, with health professionals, with me. Look, I would be delighted to get your questions. Um, I may not be able to get back to you personally, but I will definitely read your questions and I will definitely use this forum to address them and um, maybe some uh, written blogging as well, but the podcast is a really great way to get some information across in a way that's very easy for you to get hold of. You can just listen to it. So uh, if this has been helpful, please subscribe. You'll get my new posts as they come up. Love you to rate the show and review it so that other people who uh, could be helped by it can find it. And that's all part of the iTunes thing about rating and reviewing, etc. Um, and you can also follow me on Twitter at mishe underscore sparks. That's M-I-C-H-E underscore S-P-A-R-K-E-S. And I really just wish you well. And I'll meet you back here if you want to, whenever. So in the meantime, hugs and travel well.